Hello and welcome back to Burning Questions. My name is Mbali and guys today I have an amazing show um, in, uh, this Wednesday rather. Um, today I have Herman, uh, the director of FAN and Sholin, the host of Freedom um, Fanatics. Guys, welcome to Burning Questions. Hello Mbali, it's Hi, good to be here. It's good yeah. to have you guys here. So guys, let's get right into it. So I think two weeks back, me and Herman did a episode on um, a question that says, are South Africans entitled? And uh, we posted a one, two minute video on TikTok and people went wild. You guys did not hold back on what you thought. Um, it yeah. was very interesting to read the comments. So today, that's what we're going to do. We're going to answer the quest the comments rather. And maybe, Herman, can you maybe give us like a kind of two-minute uh, explanation of what this video is on about before we literally fly for for the people yes so um i've got the, i've got some data here it's a, it's, it's a graph okay. that i'm going to try and sneak into the frame here um okay. so what you see here is mm -hmm. the uh, uh uh red lines are the people in uh, uh on social grants and then the lighter mm -hmm. lines are the people in work. And you see here where, where social grants begin. We actually mm -hmm. have more people in work than people on social grants. But okay. then a few years ago, when was it? 2010, 11, thereabouts. That thing actually changed around. So that we now have, and it's, it hasn't changed since. Now we now have more people on... Uh, social grants and we have people in work and that's just oh it's not a, a, a sustainable situation to be because the people in work are the people that pay the tax that fund mm. the state that fund the social grants so if you've got yeah. more people receiving money from the social grant system than paying tax into the system in the first place uh it really is a dangerous situation so this mm. idea of are south africans entitled really comes from this notion of you know are south africans just sitting about waiting for the state to look after them um or you know are they yeah that's basically the context is is, is like are south africans just waiting mm. or are they working yeah okay Alrighty, guys let us watch this uh short clip and then we can go ahead okay. uh, yes they are so the first thing is are south africans in the temptation is to say yes they are yes they are. i mean i mean just 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 look at it when um especially when you mention social grants when social yes. grants are started uh, about you know 15 16 years ago um there were more people working than people receiving social grants but in the last decade or so that has actually swapped around that there are yeah. now more people on social grants than mm -hmm. working so that yeah. would give us reason to think yeah, South Africans are entitled because I mean just look at it uh, there are you, you've got the option between working for an income or just waiting mm -hmm. for an income and it's like South Africans are choosing to wait for an income a lot more than working for an income so of in which, that sense of which maybe I might I might just disturb you there um like a 
ordinary South African might then come and say, I'm not waiting for um, social grants. I would like to, to have a job to work for my income, but there are no jobs in South Africa. So then yep, does that still say, yes, you are entitled? No, that's where the complexity actually comes in. And you put your finger mm-hmm. precisely on that spot because it's, we shouldn't mind read millions of people. Because it's very easy and very lazy to do that, to go, oh, of course, of course, people don't want to work, they get social Mm -hmm. grants. But then we have to look deeper, exactly at what you're saying, in the sense that, but these people that are on social grants, is it that they don't want to work? Or Mm -hmm. is it that they can't find work? And that's a very Mm -hmm. difficult question to answer. And I think, actually, the answer is a bit of both. So the first thing is, are South Alrighty, guys. Um, so we've just watched that uh, short clip by HP, you know, explaining whether South Africans are entitled or not. Let's go right into the first comment. This first comment says, this is speaking from privilege. He doesn't understand there are many people out there looking for jobs. HP, they say you're speaking from a point of privilege. Do you mind elaborating whether that's where you are coming from? I mean, it's it's just like this person wasn't listening to what I was saying. I, I mean, precisely what I was saying is that you shouldn't mind read people. You shouldn't just jump to the assumption that because people are on social grants, they don't want to work. That's why I made this, you know, two hand comment is on the one hand, on the other hand. Um, and that's also why I ended the discussion with, I think it's a bit of both. There are mm-hmm. South Africans who don't want to look for work because it's easier to just get a social grant. But there are South Africans who want to work, who, but just can't find work or can't get their feet onto the housing ladder because either, mm. you know, they're not uh, uh, politically connected enough to benefit from the BEE system, uh, mm. which we all know stands for blatant elite enrichment, not black economic mm-hmm. empowerment because it's elite, yeah. it enriched a lot of elites, but it hasn't empowered black South Africans. Or... Um, you've got young people being, you know, checkmated by the minimum wage that essentially mm. forces people to pay a higher wage than perhaps someone just entering the jobs market with a low skills base, a South African public school education. Um, and, and, you know, that, that sort of prices them out of the market. So this person's thinking that I'm speaking from privilege. Well, firstly, I mean, what does that mean to speak from privilege? It is just Mm. what we call in logical analysis an ad hominem attack because of the person making the argument, the argument is somehow invalid. So I'm sorry, but that doesn't fly uh, in Logic 101. You'll just get a fail grade there. But then the second Mm. part is the other place where this person will clearly get a fail grade is in just basic listening because I'm not saying South Africans are lazy, are entitled. I'm saying Mm -hmm. the system is so that even those people who want to work are forced to look like they are only waiting for an income. And that's Mm. the point I'm making. So if people are going to hoy these sorts of milis, they Mm. must hit the first time and knock me out because this sort of thing ain't going to fly. Definitely. Um, Sholen, I think this one you you can can answer. This comes from Uvu Smoothie and he says, so I'm reading from my phone, guys, because, you know, know, it's new age, Gen Z vibes. (laughs) This ninja be talking like social grants is 5K or more. No one chooses that. Jobs, there are no jobs in South Africa, and that's that. So he says he ends his sentence with car. So car means that there are no jobs at all. So, mm. Sholen, what do you think? So he says Herman is speaking to a point of 
uh, social grants of 5K. How much are social grants actually? Yeah, so there are a lot of um, social grants that goes from like, um, um, there's the basic social grant, which is the most common one. That one's only 350 rand. And as this um, user, as this person comments saying that, you know, no one chooses, that no one chooses um, to not have a job. I agree with him because if you could have a sustainable income that is generated in an in an legal manner that brings a lot of um, integrity like and respect and honor because you've worked for what you've earned and i agree with him but we also need to look at the reasons for why there are no jobs in south africa that's a more important yeah. issue to tackle and uh, and key issues policies that the government does the ANC government specifically does um initiate and that they have put into place are things like BE, which is supposedly meant to be black economic empowerment, but it yeah. does not take place. It only enriches those who are connected. We know minimum wage again, as HP has mentioned, that locks out people from being employed, having an entry-level job into the job market. It restricts people from entering the job. Another very dangerous one that's also hopefully not going to, to be taking place is the expropriation of our compensation. This will allow government to take away all the property, not from not only from individuals and communities, but also from businesses, small businesses um, that are actually the main generators of um, job creation. They are the ones who employ the majority of people. And yeah. that we also need to look at that for sure. And another thing also about this of waiting for a job to be given to you, I think entrepreneurship is not necessarily emphasized enough in South Africa and it has not been built into our education yeah. system enough because yeah. we shouldn't just be waiting and hoping to get a phone call or a message from someone somewhere with a job for us. But we should be able to have the skills that we have generated, the knowledge we've gained and create our own job accordingly. We should be able mm -hmm. to run a business and deliver a service to people where that service is needed. So I also would also encourage that if you are waiting for a job, look at the skills that you have. Look at mm -hmm. what you can do with it and how you can offer it as a service to other people. And now just to read back at him that previously made a comment to your HP about privilege. Um, mm -hmm. So now my question is, so what will his response be to me then? Because I'm also telling him that, you know what, these are issues that are prohibiting job creation. So I'm also speaking from a point of privilege. Or what is his response then? Yeah, definitely. That is a good one. He, here is another one that is very um, interesting. Um, this person, laughing emoji number one, this guy must be high. There's no other explanation. HP, did you take a plant that morning when you recorded this? This is a safe space, you know, you can. Yeah, no, you, you see, the problem is the real thing that's high in South Africa is unemployment and youth unemployment. Yes, so if yes, we if we, yes, if we want to talk about what's too high, then I mm -hmm. think we should start there. Um, yeah. If we want to be serious about this, if we want to be really serious about this, we must diagnose mm -hmm. the problems correctly. We can't just be lazy and assuming our privilege, our you know, uh, lived experience, these things don't solve problems. They, mm. um, at best, they illustrate a problem. But yeah. let's talk about what happens um, in, in South Africa. We've got several social grants, um, and actually they can amount to 
3,000, uh, 4,000, in some cases, even 5,000 rand a month. Um, I mean, if you, you've got the basic child income grant uh, for, for the first child, you get 740, and then it sort of declines to around 440 or 500 rand after that. You've got four yeah. children, you've got three children, you add that to the basic income grant. Uh, you know, it, it, it starts to become not a real income, but just mm -hmm. enough of an income to discourage people from actually getting to work. And I'm not attacking people. If, mm. if, if the state makes it easier to wait for work or to wait for an income than to work for an income, I think any person would rather wait for an income. It's just easier. Yeah. We human beings yeah. are made to figure out where's the easiest thing we can do and then to do that. So I'm not blaming people here. Mm. But what I, what I think we should look at is uh, something that Cholin just mentioned, is the dignity of a job, the dignity that goes into knowing that I can eat this month, my kids can eat this month, because I used what was given to me, what I've received to help someone else. Because that's all a work really is. That's all a job really is. It yeah. is you get money for helping other people solve the problems they are willing to pay money for. And that is something that we shouldn't underestimate the value of. I'm not for Pete's sakes, I'm not blaming people for not being in jobs, just like you yeah. can't really blame someone who's addicted to a substance, but you have to help them. You don't have to blame them, but you have to definitely get round to helping them. And people think jobs need to be complex. They don't. If you've got a bicycle and you've got two feet and you've got a basic idea of where the local pick and pays and where the local mm. retirement home is, Mm. Well, you've got a job there where you can start helping the old people buy their groceries. Help them. I mean, uh, make a list, charge them 10 rand, 20 rand per trip that you, you know, go do their groceries for them. Um, I think Checker 6060 uh, uh, charges mm -hmm. 35 rand. So if you can do it for cheaper, they, you've got a good shot there. So if you've got yeah. a bicycle, if you've got feet, if you've got a knowledge of where a pick and pay is, and if you've got a pen and a pencil, you've got the basics of the job. The problem is also that we have insta uh, uh, instances like the Sandwich King in Johannesburg. Now, I don't know if you yeah. guys remember this, but this is about a year ago where mm -hmm. this guy called Sandwich King, um, he's on social media, he mm -hmm. makes sandwiches yeah. to look after his daughter. Um, he's not an old guy. He's a young guy, our age, a bit mm -hmm. younger than me, I think. Yeah. Um, and the municipality of Johannesburg said to him, oh, and I, you can't sell your sandwiches here. Why? Well, municipal regulations. So it was against the law for Sandwich King to use his mm -hmm. own money to buy his own ingredients to make sandwiches yeah. and then sell mm -hmm. them in the city of Johannesburg to people who are on break. That was illegal. So the police yeah. confiscated all his sandwiches and for a few days he couldn't make any income. So when mm -hmm. we're talking about people wanting jobs but not being able to get them, it's that sort of nonsense that's yeah. standing in the way. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I think, I think, fam, you did say at some point that um, you don't blame these people. But, um, Sholan, I think maybe this one can be yours. Here's someone who seems to have given up in life. He says, I don't know, I don't know about others, but I'm entitled. Matter of fact, I want my 350 rand. Actually, they should increase it to 450. What do you think, Sholan? Because this might be a young person about our age, and he's already like, Guys, I'm done. There's, there's nothing more left for me. Give me the 350. That's all I'll sit and wait around for. 
Yeah, I think that's extremely um, unfortunate that that's the point mm. that he has. And especially with the yeah. circumstances in our country. I mean, the entire like COVID-19 period and when lockdowns just absolutely destroyed businesses, I think that was a great incentive for the ANC government specifically to use social grants as a means to make up for their failures. And mm-hmm. that and incentivizing people to instead be just becoming entitled instead of actually gaining um, honor or dignity, that is your, your government is actually being um, counterproductive and it's causing a sense of dependency on the state. Because mm-hmm. another thing, as HP mentioned, I had no idea that the child care grant was that much at around 700. That is one of the biggest problems, I think, in our community, um, where I live, that we face as well, where we see yeah. teenage pregnancy skyrocketing because so many people understand that, you know what, I should just go have three, four kids and you know what, exactly. then the government's going to look after me. Like, mm-hmm. hold up, the government is not meant to be your baby daddy. I mean, yes. one of the biggest issues that yes, we sir. have is the, is the breakdown of our families. And when, mm. and when women are incentivized by the government, where the government tells them, we'll give you 700 Dan, but you need to take care of your child alone with any mm. other sort of income, and you have to be dependent on us. If that's, the, if that's the conditions the government sets for women in our society and people in our society, no wonder things are heading in that direction that we are going. And another mm-hmm. thing I want to say is that, yeah, you can become despondent or feel a bit, a bit entitled. But as we see, the best way for you to see things improve is not to go then and protest and burn down facilities in your community, yeah. uh, burn down roads, burn down clinics, um, destroy infrastructure. That's not the direction you should go. You should actually mm. have taken the advantage and the privilege of a real privilege, which is to vote. And, and make your voice heard in a rational, basic, and something that's actually meant to be a human right, that's the way you go and put down your vote. That's, yeah. that should be at the back of your mind when you put down, down your vote. You should be, as I said, what, has, what government has been in power since we've seen the social grant um, overtake the amount of people in job? You need to look at that government and, and, and hold them accountable. That's my yeah, opinion. Molly, if I could quickly perhaps jump in here. That person says they mm-hmm. want to have 350 rand a month. Why not 450? Why not no, he says, he says, matter of fact, increase it to 450. Okay, why not, why not, five, why not 550? In fact, why not hmm. 450,000 rand a month? Yes. Why, why, why stop at 450? Why is he so hmm. modest and so, hmm. you know, so, 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 uh, in, so timid? In, mm. in asking, if, if you're going to ask for the money of other people, money you did not work for, why stop at 450? Make it 400, make it 4.5 million rand. Ask yes. for that. If you're entitled, why draw the line there? Why limit mm. your ambition to be ambitionless? Now, the, thing, the reason is, the reason is because money um, doesn't come from heaven. It doesn't fall from the sky. It needs to be worked mm. for here on earth. Mm. And in his gut, is somewhere somewhere in his gut or her gut this person knows that they have to cap it somewhere at 450 because it has to be realistic why because somewhere deep inside they understand that people work for this money that Mm -hmm. people earn this money that it needs Mm -hmm. to be paid for and now if someone is going to some homtor is going to come to me and say Mm -hmm. oh yeah but the government can just print money i'm just going to say well you don't understand basics of how currency works if i have 
let's say this pen I have is very valuable mm -hmm. because there's only one like it in the world. And mm -hmm. I make another pen. This pen's value goes down 50%. If I add another pen, this pen's value goes down to 33%. If I add mm -hmm. another pen, this pen's value goes down to 25. Now, the same principle applies to the rand in your pocket. If you have one rand and it is of a certain value, but the government then prints another rand. For every rand the government injects into the system, when I say the government, the Reserve Bank injects into the system, it mm. dilutes. It's like, it's, like, uh, it's like whiskey or juice becoming weaker and weaker and weaker because you're adding more and more water. So mm. either this person wants to cap their privilege or their entitlement at 450 yeah. rand a month because they understand it needs to be worked for, Mm. or they cap it there because they sort of understand that you can't just print magic money. This isn't monopoly. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not a board game. This is real life. So if this person is going to be honest for just five minutes, they're going to understand it's their entitlement. And there I say their privilege of mm. thinking they are entitled to someone else's money that is yeah. really going to slowly drip feed the poison into this country that will kill it. Mm. Mm. Guys, last, 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 last comment. I promise. This one is from I, I. I can't read this name. People and their social media handles. So this one reads: White people should work alone. We all wait for their tax money because they never paid for their legacies. He oversimplified to explain his racism. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Where no, where no, where no. Right, okay. So firstly, according to this person, Sholem, get off the podcast and Bali, get off the podcast now. Yeah, it's been uh, great. Um, so yes, it's been great. It's, it's been great, but you know, just go. The second definitely. thing, the second thing and is... And we are gone. We are literally <laughs> gone. Come back, yeah. come back. <laughs> okay, so... We are back, second... yes. Thank goodness. The, the, the second thing here is this person doesn't understand taxes. If apartheid, as it did, um, disproportionately benefited white people, it did. Of course it did. The progressive tax system that we've had since 1994 has taxed the wealthiest people the heaviest. So if his point or this person's point is that white people were made rich by apartheid, then he doesn't understand that the richest have been taxed more vociferously and heavier in the last 20 years than he seems to understand. Because yeah. then you have built into the system um, a tax on illegitimately gained wealth. Because the mm -hmm. idea is, according to this person, that apartheid made white people wealthy. But then he must understand that the wealthy have been taxed more than you know the middle class and the poor so in some way if this person thinks that white south africans aren't paying their fair share he simply doesn't understand you know uh, how the last 30 years of tax income has been generated now i'm not saying here black people don't pay tax i'm exactly granting the factual basis that apartheid disadvantaged black people so there wasn't any money to tax now you can't have it both ways you can't say apartheid made white people rich but white people haven't paid their fair share since. You must choose one. Either mm. apartheid made white people not much richer than anyone else, which is nonsense. It made white people rich. Um, 
but then you must acknowledge that the tax system taxed the richest people more. That's the whole mm -hmm. idea of a progressive income tax. So yeah. this person is really just, I mean, yeah, it's so easy to play around the race game. And, and if this person wants to attack my race, fine, fair enough. But I mean, that makes you the racist because if you're going yeah. to look up the definition of racism, it is to uh, uh, attribute to someone's behavior due to the color of their skin certain ideas um, and certain values. And if that's the case, well, you must miss Hendrik Verwoerd an awful lot. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, Vam and Sholen, thank you so much for that. Um, any last parting words from you, Sholen, um, on this episode, on this last episode for the year of Burning Christians? Um, I'm, I always love this episode when the three of us are together because I think these are always <laughs> the best ones and the most fun to have. So I can't wait for this. Sad that this is the final episode of for 2021, but I can't wait to be back next year with you guys. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Mr. And HP? Yes, fam. Uh, I want to say to you guys how proud I am of you. Um, a few months ago, we started, uh, we started FAN, the Freedom Advocacy Network, and we've reached almost 10 million impressions on social media. We've reached yeah. almost 2 million individuals through our platforms. Um, it's been an amazing journey, and I really look forward to the new year. Sholin with Freedom Fanatics, Fam, you with Burning Questions. It's been a joy. And you with taking the stand. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, with my uh, with whatever that might be. But I'm immensely proud of the fan team, and I look forward to 2022 with you all, um, and to all our listeners, to all our viewers. You know, join yeah. us next year. God bless. Your freedom is worth fighting for. Definitely, guys. And as HP said, we really, really appreciate your support. Um, Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Um, remember, your freedom is worth fighting for. Do, 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 do.